Hi, everybody. This week's guest on Telich Talks is Dr. Chad Teague. He is a chiropractor, and he is the founder of Code Cairo in Mayfield Heights, Ohio. He works with numerous pro athletes like Denzel Ward of the Browns, David Njoku of the Cleveland Browns, former Brown, Jarvis Landry, now with the Saints, Raheem Mostert, NFL star running back, UFC athletes, NBA players, CrossFit standouts like Scott Panchik, and more. And his wife, Dr. Mary Teague, is skilled at chiropractic pediatric discipline. They have a varied business, and it's bursting at the seams as more and more demand is out there from everyday folks and from athletes who are trying to get the most out of their bodies. I sat down and chatted with Dr. Chad himself, a former Mount Union football player and wrestler. Here's what happened. Okay, Dr. Chad, so great to be sitting down with you, and you've done a, a phenomenal job building your business. So without this being a unabashed commercial for Code Cairo, it's more talking about the business, how you build it up, and the care that you give to these premium athletes here at Code Cairo. But kudos, first of all, six years, you guys have been having a great operation. How did you get this started? Thank you so much for uh, having me. But uh, but yeah, we we got started and uh, I, I I started in 2016 uh, in Menor, Ohio, up at a CrossFit gym, CrossFit Mentality, in, in their little shoe locker room, sure. uh, to kind of get the business started up and uh, build a patient base up in this area because I'm I'm not from Cleveland and neither is my wife. She was still in school, so in that that. Uh, you know, a little less than a year that I was building up the the business and kind of, you know, meeting people, so, uh, networking. Um, we were looking for space to to open up uh, mm-hmm. a, a more, you know, a better physical location for us to kind of expand the business. So uh, when she graduated, we found the space, and it's the one we're in currently. Um, and since then, we've done a couple of we've done one expansion already, and uh, we're currently getting ready to expand again to uh, be able to hold more athletes and, and, and patients in the back in the gym and do more personal training at the same time. You work with a lot of professional athletes. Is the bulk of the business the pro athletes or is it more just individuals that have issues with their neck, their shoulders or whatever? Yeah, uh, actually the bulk of the business is more uh, everyday people like us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we When I was in school, I um, interned under the Jaguars when I was down in Florida and uh, I kind of saw a lot of the treatments and therapies that they were doing with the athletes. And then I've shadowed tons of different practices when I was in school. And w- there was a lot of those therapies were missing in those clinics and a lot of those treatments. And, and I, I wanted to kind of bring the, the pro athlete experience to everyday people. Gotcha. You know, weekend warriors, CrossFitters, uh, you know, Ironman people, or even just your 5k person, you know, just people that wanted to better themselves. And, and I wanted to pr- provide that experience. And through that, we've, we built the practice and the athletes just started to come through, you know, word of mouth. Uh, I started in, like I said, the CrossFit realm and then, uh, more into like college sports and then UFC and then more into the NFL and the NBA. When you mentioned the CrossFit, you the the name of course uh, Scott Patrick yes, comes to mind. Yes, name. One of the top names in the CrossFit 
world fee, yep. a young and up and coming, great yep. young athlete. So athletes like that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would travel to different competitions, and that was actually a really good experience because they, uh, at that professional level, they they really put their bodies to the extreme of of. Uh, you know, failure in, in all different, you know, mm-hmm. facets of fitness, whether it's running, sprinting, um, biking, lifting, I, I mean, obstacle court, everything. So, so yeah, it was, a, it was a good experience in that, you know, to kind of now have a, uh, broader version of being able to adapt it to all the different sports. Well, you, yourself, your wife, uh, Dr. Mary, uh, Ryan, Ryan yeah. you're all athletes. Yep. We all are previous athletes. Uh, I was a uh, college uh, football and, and wrestler at Mount Union. Uh, Dr. Ryan played hockey, and then my wife, she's the she's the real stud. She she's a D1 full ride athlete in soccer. So yeah, she's she's the beast in the in the office. And so how does that work? I mean, you've got a young family. You have a, ba- a baby who's 15 months old. How do you balance all that? How does how does how does it all work? Uh, it, it's a it's a team effort. We have uh, great support staff up here with uh, very close friends of ours, and they help us a lot. Uh, we have a, uh, a nanny that helps, obviously, as well. But the to, the function of the office comes down to the staff here. I mean, we do just a good job of you know picking up off of everyone um, what what things that are missing or what we need to get done. We just we we all work really well together here. So. Well, doctor, a lot of people, uh, you know, just may have the question, first and foremost, the whole practice of how does this enhance an athlete? How does this enhance an individual person out there, an everyday Joe or Jane or, or what have you? Yeah. Break it down for us, just the, the essence of what chiropractor work entails. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we again, us being athletes, we all have strength conditioning backgrounds as well. Uh, I think that plays a huge role in kind of how we used uh, our chiropractic license as more of just a platform to be able to have a wider scope of practice. So um, we were able to, you know, order x-rays, write scripts for MRIs, um, more of like a primary care physician without prescribing meds, but still having that rehab aspect of, of, you know, what we want to bring into the office. so essentially, you know, if, if someone comes in off the street and they're, whether they're not in pain and they just want to improve performance in, you know, their 5K time or, mm-hmm. you know, they want to get better at golf, we, you know, we're going to focus and break down everything from a biomechanical standpoint, check their range of motion, see where, you know, may, maybe they think that their power in their golf swing is is just minimal minimal because they're weak, but really... It, they're not getting a full range of motion swing because the thoracic spine is really, you know, restricted. So giving exercises and uh, stretches that they can do to enhance that performance, um, as well as the people that come in with, you know, sciatica or uh, a rotator cuff strain. We, uh, we have we work with a ton with shoulders and knees and hips. Most people just think we work with backs, but we yeah. uh, we work with just as many many you know shoulders, hips, and knees than than we do backs and. You know, taking those uh, patients in, doing a full eval on, you know, whether we, we do, you know, say it's a traumatic injury. All right, we might need to get x-rays, but uh, if not, if they just have like a chronic issue that's just slowly lingering, you know, do a, a proper evaluation, find out what's wrong, treat the issue, whether it's through dry needling, uh, you know, acupun- uh, uh, dry needling, um, Graston, 
flexion distraction, uh, cupping. I mean, the list goes on. We have ARP, ARP therapy here. We have interferential current. We have so many different therapies on top of just uh, the chiropractic treatment that we, we typically do to help you know fix those issues in their acute phase yeah. and then teach them how to be more independent and fix themselves so they don't have to rely on us as much. And, and really just our goal is to, to make you know, everyone a soldier of their own, you know, independence and, and their own, you know, make their help themselves so that they don't have to, again, rely on other people. I think people would just associate it with things, you know, I got a problem with my neck or my back. Can you adjust me? But it's a lot more than just the adjusting. It's yep. all the peripheral stuff with enhancing. In fact, what does code uh, entail? It's four different words that come off of the word code. Yep. It's not So cultivate optimize develop and enhance so that's kind of our 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 motto here our our, uh trigger word to kind of or words i should say to kind of help people understand our our active our acute phase our active phase and then our rehab phase of of uh kind of encompassing a, a holistic portion of again trying to extract every piece of information in our new patient exam because it's super it's it's very thorough and try to extract as much information as possible from their history of of injuries you know how they eat you know what they supplement with what they don't supplement with what they're you know if they got in a car accident 20 years ago and just kind of extract all of these things and just again help enhance their their lifestyle and so an athlete let's just say denzel ward okay yep denzel ward is is this part of what the team wants him to do or is this is separate this is Denzel being more um Proactive. forward thinking if you will on enhancing his athletic performance yeah so uh you know it's tough with with sports teams especially in the NFL and especially during the camp and stuff they have there are so many guys on, on the field and on the team that you know they do a great job over there with with the staff but um you know just being able to get that extra extra care and and a lot of the guys they just really like uh the guys that we work with and we kind of not sell ourselves but we talk to them about hey we work for you i am your advocate so we can you know come up with a good plan for what you know the team wants to do and what we want to do okay going forward if there is ever an issue or um a problem or an injury that hey maybe we you know you know i think you're good to go this week or maybe you know maybe we need to you know back off a little bit this week or you know, just getting that extra care outside of the facility, you know, maybe in their home because we do travel some um, for those guys and, and just get it, like I said, getting them that more one-on-one active uh, extra work. You know? and, and so would you see a Denzel Ward a lot during the course of a season or how does that work for him and our other athletes less hands-on in terms of how the extra care that they do? Yeah. Extra work. Uh, I would say a lot. Uh, every every athlete's different. Um, some people really take their body to the next level, and it's all about keeping the tissue pliable. You know, they pound their bodies over and over again on the field and practice. So just keeping those tissues pliable is really important. Uh, LeBron and Tom Brady are, are huge advocates for this, and that's kind yeah. of really what you know. It was it was big, but now it's like it's just broken through the space of you know these guys wanting to you know just do extra for their bodies to just be able to be available because they're, you know, their best, uh, ability is availability. And then you've probably heard that before, but that's, it's so true of, sure. you know, these guys are on the, you know, fringe players, you know, if they're, if they're constantly having patellar tendonitis or these issues and they can't get on the practice field or get in the game, then they're not putting film out there. So they're just not ever going to be able to get to that next step into, uh, into a bigger contract. 
So, you know, at the same time, these guys, when they get in there, you know, we always say, hey, my goal is to to not necessarily, you know, make you feel better today. Mm -hmm. I want to help you in the long term of, you know, let's get you to that second. Let's get you to that third contract so you can really, you know, have a long career and just educate them as well on things that they need to be doing every day because, you know, we all need to work more on our bodies you know, but we're everyday driver cars. You know, a lot of those guys, I like to say they're Ferraris and, and they they need more tune-ups. They need to, you know, make sure they're getting their tires rotated more, getting, <laughs> yeah. you know, putting the right fuel in their bodies, the doing all care, this. special care, everything. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I think it's it's becoming more mainstream with these guys in a earlier portion of their career, whereas before a lot of guys were doing it and, and uh, girls and, and whatever perspective sport, but doing it more towards when they started having all these significant injuries and they're like, okay, now I want to do it. But no, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's getting better with these younger guys. They're, they're taking advantage of it earlier. Um, and, and like I said, just becoming more independent and, and understanding because, you know, a lot of these guys like myself came out of, you know, high school and college and we were just eating McDonald's and all this <laughs> terrible stuff, you know, and thinking that we were fueling our bodies, but really, you know, we were setting ourselves backwards when we could have been, you know, setting ourselves, you know, taking the better steps to prepare for these games and having sure. more mental clarity, having better recovery, better learning about sleep and all these other things that help, you know, substantially increase your performance. Let's talk about dry needling. Yeah. That's not necessarily a new thing. This is a Far Eastern yeah. practice. Acupuncture that, is what it started with. Yep. And uh, dry needling is uh, kind of more, you know, Eastern versus Western medicine. Same needles, uh, just a slightly different approach. Uh, you know, we do more of an orthopedic approach to where, um, you know, if, say if we have a hip issue, we're going to focus on the, the joint and then the tissues above and below that joint. Um, whereas acupuncture has kind of a more broad perspective where they can focus on, you know, maybe, uh, hunger suppression or, uh, different, you know, that's based off meridian lines and they just do, it's, it's more of a broad spectrum, which acupuncture is phenomenal as well. Mm -hmm. So, but dry needling, I, I absolutely love since we've added to the practice, um, you know, it, it just brings a, a whole different, um, just lane of, of recovery for, for these guys and uh, getting them back and getting them ready for that next game. People see cupping. Describe that to someone that may not be aware of it. Yeah, so cupping is, it got big with, uh, it's been around, that's been around again, yeah. you know, forever. Uh, but, you know, our main purpose, some people talk about removing toxins. There's, there's like blood cupping people do, which is another different, you know, lane as well. We literally just do it for, you know, decompression of the tissue. We'll move the cups around on the tissue to help pull, you know, that um, skin and, and upper layers up off the muscle and just kind of create a reaction to where maybe we get a bruise there. Okay. And when you create a bruise or a small bruise, it's called petechia. And then that can accelerate and, and, and push more blood and recovery to that specific area over the extended next couple of days rather than just, um, and same thing with Graston, you, you make okay. those petechia bruises. So again, your body knows how to, you know, focus on and bring more uh, good inflammatory mediators and things that are going to help heal those tissues and mm -hmm. recover those tissues faster. How did it help you being an athlete, your wife being an athlete, Ryan, Dr. Ryan being, how did that help you guys in, as you move along in your practice? Um, it, it, it definitely that. having that history of injuries and just that competitive spirit, um, you know, knowing how to have more of that psychology aspect. Cause we do a lot, we, we talk a lot with these athletes and, and patients in general on pain and, 
you know, how to kind of change your mindset on, on, you know, not necessarily feeling bad for the issue, but like, let's change our mindset on like being more active and more proactive on that specific chronic issue that you have, rather than focusing on just the pain, let's focus on range of motion, let's focus on, you know, how many steps you can get in that day or how many stairs you can go up in that day. Um, all the way up to like, Hey, how many days are we practicing a week with Denzel? Are we getting all those practices in? Are we, you know, how many games are we missing overall in a season versus, you know, what we've done in the past. So, um, so yeah, having that athletic background is huge. And then, um, yeah, even my, my wife, obviously, but she, she works with athletes, but I, I didn't even mention this earlier, but she, she also works with, uh, pre and postnatal care and, and pediatrics and, you know, works in that realm as well. So it's also a really cool aspect of our practice. Well, it's kind of cool. In fact, I did want to ask you about the whole pediatric aspect of it because, my Lord, you know, childbirth, is there anything more traumatic exactly, than, yeah. than that alone? Yeah. And yep. so what does that all entail? Uh, I, I really love using the uh, example of, you know, actually the traumatic childbirth and, uh, you know, there's multiple things with, you know, we're not like, if you see a chiropractic adjustment, that's not what we're doing with the child. Right. Uh, it's more um, kind of releasing tissues and kind of the baby kind of tells you where, you know, an issue in their body might be or their hips might be, you know, tight or their low back is in spastic you know a spastic mm-hmm. occurrence where maybe that's affecting the colic for example or um from the birth you know the the neck just gets just gets torched which is crazy um you know and then when from that aspect into breastfeeding a lot of moms struggle with you know maybe getting one Besides the lash, but not the other. Gotcha. When really, and a lot of times they take that to heart. Thing, it's they're they're the issue. When really, you know, as adults, I don't know if you've ever had it, but it's called you know torticollis or a strained neck. You can't rotate one way, and it's extremely painful, and it feels like you want to cry as an adult. So ba- obviously the baby's gonna cry, but the other side you can you can rotate to. So even just having like a simple neck strain and and a child from you know birth or sleeping wrong can. Uh, allow that baby not to latch on the one side because they can't rotate their neck that way. So just helping improve range of motion in certain areas with the baby as well. Just helping the baby be, you know, happy and helping it thrive. It's crazy. It's yeah. it's really in- interesting to think along those lines. Yeah. It's yeah. more macro than, yeah. you know, big yeah. picture. And then with the tables we have in here for uh, pregnant women, it's, it's amazing because they actually land their stomachs and get some ligament work done. Um, to kind of help relieve that pressure in their back because they're, you know, carrying a, a child in their stomach. So. couple bowling balls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Um, who was your first pro athlete? And how did they build up from there? Uh, my first pro athlete, I would go from, obviously, the... Man, it was kind of... I would say UFC Jessica I was... She oh, was, okay, she yeah, was up there. She was in that... It was kind of a wildfire of a of of a, a short period of time where they they just started kind of spreading like wildfire um jessica and then uh a couple i know a year before that my my one of my really good uh friends um and colleagues is matt gildersleeve he's now the strength conditioning coach at kansas oh. but he was at akron when he started here he brought a couple guys uh isaiah uh williams and um jatavis brown uh, from the Chargers and the Colts, they both came in for some treatment a few years ago, but that was just like a short-term thing. Uh, and then locally, the first Brown I have, who is actually a current Brown, is uh, Pharaoh. 
Okay. Darrell Brown was my first Cleveland Brown that we had here. Rush High's yeah, finest. Right, exactly. So he's been here, he left, and now he's back. So yeah. he's he's uh, such a good guy. And when he came in that day, he, again, through word of mouth, heard of us. And then um, that with by the end of that week, I think that was like on a Monday or a Tuesday, by the end of that week we had five or six Browns players. And it's just kind of continued from there. It's literally word of mouth. It's 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 how yeah, it's just, how good you know, they felt, positive uh, work that you've been able to do. Yep, and just the, the, the approach that we we take here. You know, the guys and they just really like you know what we do and um, you know how we treat them as as humans and um, just being being good to them. So. Uh, that that plays a huge role, and then uh, obviously that spread into uh, the agency that we work with. Uh, Varus is a is a basketball agency, so we've tapped into the uh, NBA as well a lot now. So we we travel, Dr. Ryan and I, um, when we have the availability to with our work schedules, and then uh, in the off season, a lot of those guys kind of filter in here because they're because the basketball agency is based out of Cleveland. Okay, so it's it's based out of here, and then of course. Let's say you have to work with an athlete in season. How does that work? So uh, typically we get contracted with a said player, and then uh, we, whether it's, you know, last year I, I went down to Charlotte once a month for three days, and now it's expanded to this year it's twice a month for three days each, so six days a month, um, you know, Miami, I, I, I float down there a couple times a year just to get some extra treatment in with Raheem, uh, Raheem Mostert. And then um, Dr. Ryan, he just recently went up to uh, Detroit for the Pistons. So we kind of just, you know, okay. filter around and, and what we can and can't do throughout the season. And each situation is unique from the other one. Yep, exactly. You know, so it, again, just building those relationships with those players and then just preaching and educating them on the things that they need to do day in and day out to create better routines and help, you know, facilitate their, their career to have a, 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 you know, extended, extended time in their prospective sport. So an athlete might not come to you and say, I need to work whole body per se. It might be ankle issue. Yep. Uh, any specific examples of that or. So, uh, say, you know, we had a football player that was constantly having hamstring injuries in the past and they, you know, they, continue to um, be withheld from practice and withheld from games because they would be straining hamstrings when it was something that they didn't have any issues with in college. So uh, again, taking a step back, obviously treating that's great, but we want to see how they run, how they work out when they're, when they're lifting in the, in the gym, you know, what, what they're doing, you know, in their specific position and, and find out and try to extrapolate, like I said, as many things as we can to enhance it. Maybe they're, uh, you know, they're, the way they accelerate is, you know, they're getting faster because they're training harder and harder, but they're not focusing as much on maybe doing some eccentric loading on the, on the hamstring. So, uh, and then looking and making sure that as they're aging, that maybe they're losing range of motion in their hip or, uh, their ankle. So that's putting more stress on that hamstring, uh, medial or lateral, depending on each individual, but maybe it's putting more stress on the hamstring. So, Every step they take, take their their and every sprint they're they're that's occurring, they're putting more pressure on that hamstring, so it's constantly causing that strain to occur. Gotcha. So, ex- pulling that out, finding their biomechanical disadvantage, enhancing that, and then treating it at the same time, 
and then like I said, that consistency of care just to keep those tissues pliable throughout the season so that they stay on the field. Let me uh, go back uh, several years to when you were in college and get some questions to you about Mount Union football. Yeah, yeah. First and foremost, I know they were in the, in the national championship game. Uh, unfortunate outcome, but yeah, still, this past weekend, still yeah. I'm, you were there when they, you know, probably involved with a, a, a championship season or yep, two. Yep. What's the culture like down there and, and uh, why are they so successful? It's just, uh, I mean, we just eat, breathe, live football down. I mean, it just it's it's such a amazing uh, setup down there. The coaching staff, and obviously since I've left, they've had a couple changes yeah. throughout that position. Uh, LK was my coach, uh, Larry Karras, and then uh, and his his son was my defensive coordinator. Then he took over, yeah. and then now they have uh, Dart in there right. at, at the at the head coach position. So. Uh, which ironically uh, is still in the family because he's married to uh, LK's daughter. Yes. So, uh, so that's kind of a funny occurrence. So they're keeping it in the family, and it, and it is. It's just a big family down there. Um, they they treat us well, and and just that the we bring in a hundred plus you know freshmen every year, and it, it's insane. We just you know. And then it just filters in with excellence. They get a lot of recruits from Florida, and they put people in the NFL. So obviously, it's it's gonna uh, bring good recruits to that area, right? Uh, or, or up to our school. So, um, you know, the, we in Siri, uh, the coach from uh, the Eagles, Sirianni, yeah, yeah, Sirianni. He's uh, he was just this weekend a couple interviews wearing the Mount Union yeah. uh, stuff, and he he said it uh, very well. I mean, he still uses LK as as a reference. You know, the the guy that has the best record in the NFL yeah. right now is still using our head coach as a mentor to help him through those those situations. And they ask him, you know, what do you what do you do differently? And uh, you know, you're you're whatever I forget what week they asked him, but you're seven and zero or eight and zero or whatever it was. And and he's like, we work harder. You know, we, we, I learned at an early age, I've been in this position many times where, you know, he had a 77 and two record or something like that when he was at Mount Union. So he's been in this position before and you don't, you don't take your foot off the gas pedal. You push harder just to, to keep and create that excellence that's, uh, that's occurring with the, the season and, you know, just keep everyone's head clear. And, and that, and that obviously, obviously also, uh, what I learned in that experience through wrestling and, and, uh, through, you know, the football program there is just applied so well into everyday life that, you know, just, just keep your head down keep grinding, treat people well, but just, you know, work hard or outwork everyone. How was it working with both sports? Because usually a guy goes to college, he's got one focus, one discipline, but you're playing football and you're wrestling. Yeah. So I, I didn't end up, uh, playing football until, uh, my junior year spring ball, just cause I was, uh, I, I, I played football and wrestled in, in high school, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then I got injured my senior year of football of high school, had a really good wrestling season. What, so hurt? Uh, ankle. ankle. So, okay. and again, kind of uh, something that helped catapult me into chiropractic care and just yeah. learning how to treat the body right. Um, but got more grant money because it's D3, so you don't get scholarship. So I got more grant money to wrestle. Uh, I was just good. I was I was a good wrestler, but my I love football. That was like that was my favorite sport. Um, so after you know being there a couple years, I, I created lifelong friends with a lot of the football players and. I just said, screw it, I'm, I'm walking on. So I walked on and, and, you know, worked my way up all the way to, you know, the starting buck linebacker and uh, and then back up to the, the two Sam and Wills, so, uh, or the, the Sam and the Will linebacker. So 
uh, you know, got a lot of playing time my senior year and, and I really, you know, enjoyed that experience. And uh, my biggest regret is not playing all four years now. But uh, but yeah, no, I, I still have lifelong friends from there. And, um, you know, and I still I, I love wrestling as well. I actually helped coach uh, up at John Carroll here recently and okay. helped out there because my head coach at Mount Union is now the head coach at John Carroll. OK, so still have connections in the, in the that's wrestling another that's well. another huge pipeline yeah. uh, to NFL the coaches. NFL. Yeah, it's not crazy. just coaches, you know. A few players, London Fletcher. I go back a million years covering he London. He still has the most tackles in the NFL history, like you know, in his career. That's that's crazy. Yeah, D3 he's player. He's a he's a guy I'd like to see, you know, get a push uh, for for the Hall of Fame. Although first and foremost, I'd love to see Clay Matthews. Oh, yeah. You know, get oh, in there first. I think. Yeah. But you know, I guess that's a different discussion for a different exactly, uh, podcast. Yeah. Well, again, thanks, buddy. I appreciate uh, the time to chat with you about I find it fascinating how athletes nowadays, going back to your statement about Brady and Braun, about, you know, there's no level of money um, that's not enough to enhance your body to make you at your optimum level of performance no matter the age, and Brady's in his mid-40s. LeBron's going to play into his 40s, I'm convinced. I mean, think of how much money he's made on how many extra contracts he's had just because he's done everything right through the beginning of his career. Right. You know, all the, the, I mean, it's a, a, just such a small portion of an investment in your body that has paid back dividends, you know, so much. And I tell that to patients too, you know, what you, you know, what you're doing with your body now and whether you're, you know, paying for care or you're doing these extra things, that's how you, for your 401k of your body down the road, that's where you reap the rewards when you retire. You're, you know, your body, you, you invest now and then you reap those rewards later, later on in life rather than paying yeah. for them and hurting more down the road. You know, people don't think about the long term, you know, optimizing their health for yeah. long term. It is a journey. It's yeah. not just a sprint and glory days from it's high school. It's a marathon, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there, you know, it's, it's. Our modern healthcare system now, where you know a lot of people just drop, just you know go to reach for different pills or Advils yeah. and all these things. When you know we try to again pull people out of that world and 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 empower them to to educate or to to learn to how to do those things on their own, whether it's the certain exercises or sure. stretches, that, so you don't have to keep reaching for those extra you know Advils every other day and it's causing all kinds of other problems. And obviously that's the the lesser version hopefully it's not the more you know the worst versions of the narcotics and stuff so so yeah try to keep people away from that stuff good idea yeah thanks for the time no problem thanks for having me you bet thanks very much to dr chad teague for the opportunity to chat with him on this week's edition of tellage talks and as per usual i kindly ask if you can subscribe rate and or review to get the word out about Tellage Talks. And until the next time, I look forward to chatting with you on our next edition of Tellage Talks. We'll see you then.